Hi, my name's Pete Banton and I'm the co-founder of the Awaken Life Project here in Portugal. And I'd like to welcome you to this new podcast, which is named after my recently released first book called The Fire of the Heart. In this podcast, I'm going to be exploring the nature of an authentic spiritual awakening and its potential implications in these tipping point times we are living through together. I hope that you will find these podcasts illuminating and provocative, and most of all, I hope that they'll ignite a big and potentially all-consuming fire in your heart. Hi everyone, Bondir from the mountains of central Portugal on this beautiful spring day. And what I'd like to speak about in this podcast is uh, directly addressing the uh, global situation that we all find ourselves in the midst of. And uh, so it's going to be called Crisis Equals Opportunity. So one of the things... Um, I've, I've always loved about this whole idea of crisis is um, both individually and on a more collective scale. Of course, if we look at uh, crisis from an awakened uh, perspective, in other words, we zoom out and find a way to relate to a crisis situation, whether it's individually or collectively, uh, we can begin to discover that it's actually an opportunity. And so I've always loved the fact that in Chinese, the word for crisis is actually the same for opportunity. The, the Chinese character for crisis is the same as opportunity. And also the um, Greek root of the word crisis comes from um, uh, Latin, the Latinized form of Greek, which is crisis uh, with a K, K-R-I-S-I-S which means a turning point in a disease, uh, a change that can indicate either recovery or death. So the true meaning of crisis is, uh, is not necessarily negative. It, it, it's really uh, indicating that there's, a, there's an opportunity, there's a tipping point, and of course it can go either way. And um, I just came across a quote uh, this morning from uh, Viktor Frankl, who uh, you, some of you may know um, was a Holocaust survivor and uh, wrote an extraordinary book about you know his his discovery of a profound humanity and positive context and inspiration in the midst of the most horrific uh, circumstances. And the quote is, "Everything can be taken from a man, but one thing: the last of the true human freedoms." to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. So um, here we are, we're, we're living in a time of crisis. Um, we've all been plunged into the unknown, <clears throat> and I'm sure it's affecting all of us in many, many different ways. I'm sure there's many, many of you who are, whose lives have been turned upside down. There may be all kinds of insecurities, uh, economic 
businesses may be facing collapse. Maybe you have family members who who uh, who are not well, um, especially the elderly that you might be concerned about. You know, and then of course when we we look into the future, we we don't really know what's going to happen individually or collectively right now. You know, are we just going to go back to to life as normal, or 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 is um is life somehow going to be changed forever as a result of this crisis? And of course, when we when we're plunged into a crisis, when we're confronted with the unknown, there's fear, and um from a from a more spiritual or awakened context fear is something that we must never submit to uh, in other words we we have to find a way to um embrace the fear you know lean into the fear and feel through the fear so that we can discover what the uh, the opportunity that's presenting itself in this moment of crisis might be so um from one very simple way of looking at it, the whole journey of spiritual awakening is really one of shifting our center of gravity from fear. And that implies, you know, basically being mostly primarily concerned with our separate sense of self and, and protecting that physically, psychologically, or making that shift into, into trust, profound trust, love in which we we begin to let go of our attachment to being a separate self we be we begin to let go of all of those kind of reptilian uh, survival impulses and our vision starts to widen and expand to include the whole and that includes all of the others around us you know the shared human family the earth everything that's appearing in our consciousness so that would be my primary recommendation for all of us going through this crisis is it's a great opportunity to stop from one point of view we're all being forced to whatever degree to to stop and to slow down and uh you could say that vast uh, proportion of humanity humanity is being put on retreat right now now um it doesn't necessarily mean that the circumstances of the retreat are going to be nice and peaceful like they might be if you chose to go on a meditation retreat for example but by retreat i mean that we're actually being forced to stop and by stopping there's actually time more time than we would usually have to meditate to contemplate to reflect on the deeper questions of life, of existence, of who we are, and why are we here? Where, where are we going? What is this all about? <laughs> because let's face it, most of us, you know, have very little time to to um, really consider those deeper questions because we're so busy working, paying the bills, uh, running from this thing to that thing. And of course, we live in a, an information age in which we have all these technological devices that on the one hand make certain things in life easier, but the, the downside is we just tend to get deluged by information and stimulation, and, and it never ends. In fact, I just, I just turned my phone off uh, before doing this recording because 
you know, it never stops beeping. <laughs> you, I'm sure many of you can relate. So uh, I really encourage you to, yeah, use this opportunity to stop to whatever degree uh, you're able in your own life. And take some time to simply be, to meditate, go for a walk in nature or in the park. You know, I think in most places you, you can still at least leave your house and go, go for a walk. Appreciate the, uh, the pure simplicity of just being alive. And if you really let go, you know, really let go of the fear and embrace the invitation that's coming to us from the unknown and see what opens up because of course the truth is that life is always unknown we never actually know what's going to happen but we can we kind of live in the illusion of security of control and western civilization particularly is created a kind of uh, system in which there's this illusion of security and control business as usual we could say but as soon as that starts to break down uh, we're confronted with the fact that actually it's not in our control and life is essentially uh, very unknown and always has been so uh, key to discovering an awakened uh, response to crisis and the unknown is really to learn how to relax in the midst of the unknown um, my um, great influence and spiritual master, Adidar, had this wonderful quote. He said, relax, nothing is under your control. <laughs> so the more we can just relax into uh, this insecurity, uh, the more we're going to discover uh, the essential ground of who we are and always are and have been. Which is, um, which is what you know, I call in my book the heart, uh, the fire of the heart. Or we could call it consciousness itself, or pure beingness, or just simply presence. And so what, what is that? Well, what, what that is, is who you are, who, who you and I and every sentient being is, most essentially. And that beingness, that presence, that consciousness it's the uh, it's the it's the dimension of our of our being that never changes uh, in which there's inherent fullness and peace and and happiness always already available and so when we start to uh, allow life to be as it is to like to allow the fear and anxiety to be as it is to let go of needing to know what's going to happen and how it's going to happen um, to let go of the presumption that there's a terrible problem we might begin to discover a ground in which essentially there is no problem and that fundamentally everything's okay everything's unfolding as it should how could it unfold otherwise and we start to see that our suffering, so much of our psychological suffering, is based on our insistence that things should not be how they are. And we want to avoid or control. 
um, project into the future but once we relax all of that uh, fear really that fear of that's all just basically associated with the survival whether it's physical survival or psychological survival uh, the body mind once we begin to relax all of that well then we can start to discover this prior ground of consciousness of pure beingness in which this whole uh, adventure of the body and the mind and the world and all the crisis that are playing that's playing out right now is arising so we get in touch with a source position if you like that's uh, prior to and beyond this whole event that we're we're all in the midst of together a still point and from that still point from that deep ground of just pure presence well then we can begin to contemplate and question and reevaluate who we are and where we're going and and perhaps take this opportunity to to do a deep dive into ourselves and begin to reconfigure realign our our existence to what is more fulfilling what it what is more positive what it what is more um essential you know and going to bring out the best and all the most um the greatest gifts and creative possibilities that potentially can flower forth in our lives so uh, it's a time to become allow ourselves to become simple to discover radical simplicity that you don't need to be busy doing something to be who you are that you don't need to have and get what you're usually habitually having and getting to be who you are that you don't even know have to know what's going to happen tomorrow or next week or next month to be who you are because who you are is always already here and is fundamentally untouched by all the comings and goings and ups and downs and highs and lows of life and experience so when we start to get in touch with that radical uh, depth and simplicity well then we can uh, start to lean into this whole adventure of life and uh, Maybe it'll become clear, for example, that certain habits of thinking and doing are not really serving us. Maybe we'll find we don't really want to go back to, to, to whatever was normal before. Maybe we might discover that we want to significantly change our life. Maybe we don't want to go back to our job. Maybe we don't want to um, just carry on on the same trajectory. Uh, that our life was on before maybe we maybe we start to question the kind of mental narrative that we tell ourselves day day to day about who we are and what's possible yeah it's a great opportunity to actually question the narrative because you know usually we're just well often we're just robotically going along with the narrative the both the inner narrative that's presented to us from our own mind and the and the narrative that's presented to us culturally often people are just 
blindly following the narrative without really questioning the script. So this is a great opportunity to throw it all up in the air and see, well, is, is, this, is this story even true? Do I really want to go where this narrative has been heading? Uh, maybe not. Maybe I can throw all the narratives out and just see what comes. So, um, yeah, that's something I, I encourage you to take the opportunity to do. And um, on this theme, uh, I'd like to read a little bit for you from my, my book that uh, I recently released called The Fire of the Heart. And um, it's from a chapter called Awakening the Dreamer. And in this chapter, I basically explore the fact that life, as it presents itself to us, is not purely physical. In other words, we tend to presume that the world, you know, the apparently solid external world, is a kind of physical something that sort of pre-exists outside ourselves. And what I'm basically going into in this chapter is the fact that the world, the appearance of the world, the whole universe, our life, is psychophysical and is deeply uh, shaped and impacted by our own consciousness and our own values and, and um, what we presume uh, about the nature of ourselves and of existence. So let me just read a little bit here to go into that. In terms of the law of cause and effect, or karma, as it is called in the East, we will progressively understand that much of our psychological experience and life circumstances in the present are a carryover consequence from a chain of past choices and actions. However, we will also understand that the freedom or lack of freedom that we experience and demonstrate in relationship to our psychological experience and to the external circumstances of our life in any moment is entirely our own choice. When we most profoundly take responsibility for the radical truth that freedom is essentially always in our own hands, then we are no longer victims of destiny, no matter how challenging or difficult our circumstances may be. Then we will discover that even the more intractable manifestations of our psychological conditioning and the more difficult and life-inhibiting circumstances of our lives will gradually begin to change over time, sometimes almost imperceptibly and sometimes quite magically. The reason for this is that the psychological patterning of the body-mind which holds or magnetizes those life circumstances in place, is progressively weakened and undermined. And so there is more room for life to move. New relationships, opportunities and possibilities have room to present themselves, often in ways we would never expect. Life opens up in fresh, new and often thrilling ways. A simple phrase that I love that epitomizes this truth comes from a teacher and friend of mine called Peter Ragnar. He is an extraordinary exemplar of living a life of no limitation. And one of his catchphrases is, what you set is what you get. However, he means this in a far more profound sense than the popular law of attraction, new age slogan. 
What Peter is pointing to in the simple phrase, what you said is what you get, is the understanding that deep change for the better can only occur when we awaken to our true nature as the driving force in the adventure that we call life. This is the key insight that releases us from the trap of the matrix and the psychic straitjacket of the consensus trance of the mind and world that says the reality of your life is given to you rather than created by you. So yeah, there you go. That's the main point I wanted to emphasize is that the reality of our life is not given to us. It is created by us. Now, now of course, I'm not saying that everything that we experience you know, every circumstance in the world is is just a creation of our of our own intention or mind but but what i am saying and i'm sure you've probably discovered this to whatever degree in your own life is that your attitude does shape the unfolding of life and circumstances and when we really understand that we realize well especially in a situation like this that whether it's going to be crisis or opportunity or whether there's going to be a breakdown or a breakthrough it only ever depends on us and so it's up to us as awakening human souls to give everything we've got to making this uh, a shift into a higher harmonic of conscious existence and cooperation and participation to whatever degree that's possible so uh, yeah that's my sense I, I feel like it's rocky and it's going to be rocky it's going to be disturbing challenging times ahead but also there's definitely uh, the sense of uh, new possibilities and definitely light coming forward and calling us through this and who knows what might be possible on the other side with that, I think I'll leave you today and um, wish you all the very best. And as they say in Portugal, Atija. So thank you very much for listening. That's it for today. If you'd like to find out more about my book, The Fire of the Heart, you can go to thefireoftheheart.com where you can also download four free chapters. If you'd like to find out more about the Awaken Life Project, then go to awakenlifeproject.org or our Awaken Life Project Facebook page where you can find out all about our ashram, extended spiritual community, retreats and other events, and our adventures living off-grid in the mountains of Portugal. So keep on keeping on until next time, and as they say in Portugal, até já.